Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Shout out to SeatGeek for sponsoring From the Blue Seats, a New York Rangers podcast. I recently became a brand ambassador for these guys, and let me tell you something. I am glad I did because they are the real deal. SeatGeek is a ticket app that takes all the confusion out of buying tickets. They have a 0-10 to score on each ticket to let you know if you're getting a good deal or a bad deal. Green means good. Red means bad. Your next best night ever is waiting. And SeatGeek has you covered. And that's not all. My listeners can get $20 off their first purchase when they use my code BLUESEATS. That's $20 off your first ticket order with code BLUESEATS. And with these ticket prices that I'm seeing lately, whoo, Ranger fans, I would jump on this now. So download the SeatGeek app or go to SeatGeek.com and use my code BLUESEATS. For $20 off your first ticket order. SeatGeek, the official ticket app of From the Blue Seats, a New York Rangers podcast. Let there be live. The best Rangers analysis with no punches pulled. This is From the Blue Seats. A New York Rangers podcast. Now, here's your host, Jimmy Vanessa. What's going on? Welcome to From the Blue Seats, a New York Rangers podcast right here on the Hockey Podcast Network. I am Jimmy Finizzi. I hope you're having a fantastic day so far. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at BlueSeats94 to interact with us and let us know your thoughts on the topics at hand. You can also stay up to date on the latest episodes and get the latest breaking news on your New York Rangers. Also, be sure you subscribe on all audio platforms, and be sure to rate us five stars. It would mean the world to us. Without any further ado, let's drop the puck. Alright, first and foremost, I do want to apologize if at any point the audio quality is not the best in this episode on my end. Unfortunately, my laptop has been very buggy on me the past couple of days, so I had to resort 
to using my microphone on my phone to record this. So if the audio sounds muffled at any point, I do sincerely apologize about that. But anyway, that's beside the point. Ladies and gentlemen, this next guest that we have on the show needs absolutely no introduction whatsoever. Fans of the Hockey Podcast Network know this man very well. If you don't know who he is, I would highly recommend you look up the Rod Peterson Show. We have the man, the myth, the legend himself, Mr. Rod Peterson. Welcome to the Hockey Podcast Network, my friend. How are you doing? Hey, good big time. Very good. I'm very pleased to make your acquaintance. Proud to be on this network and represent the beautiful state of Florida and uh, talk NHL hockey and glad to be with you tonight, brother. Absolutely. Hey, the pleasure is all mine. We are really, really thrilled that you and your wife are part of the network as well. We'll get more into that in a little bit because I know you want to start a podcast here when it comes to Florida and Tampa. But again, more on that later. But I do want to start with a bit of an origin story. Anybody who knows me personally knows I love origin stories. I can't help myself. So with that being said, how did your initial love for sports come about? Uh, well, I appreciate that, man. <clears throat> I'm a, Listen, I know I probably look old. I don't know if I look as old as how long I've been in this business. 35 years, brother. I was driving down the road the other day, and I was thinking about I started when I was 16 doing the math and i was like oh my god 35 years i've been in this perilous trade of the media and uh so what made me think of that was when you just said if the audio's bad or muffled i apologize and i'm like i learned in broadcast school 100 years ago if people can make it out you're good if they can understand what you're saying so I'll, Amen pass, that. I'll, Absolutely. I'll pass that along yeah so we're here <laughs> we're here in florida covering the panthers and we'll get into that podcast like you said in a second and what, what we are hoping to do uh, we've recorded a few episodes already, and it's going well. But I'm from Canada, awesome. as is she, Saskatchewan. My dad was a hockey scout. He worked in the NHL for Minnesota and Dallas for 26 years. But I never wanted to be a player. I wanted to be a broadcaster. It's all I wanted to do. I mean, I played hockey, but I just wanted to be on the air. So I spent 20 years in the Western Hockey League with the Regina Pats, radio and TV. And you've heard of them, obviously. Yes. Uh, Connor, Connor Bedard's team. And yes. Then, um, yes. Yeah. And then 20 years also in the Canadian Football League. And then when I left that a couple of years ago, I just I came to Florida with her and I said, I, um, I just want to do something new. And I don't really want to be locked down to one team. And it took me a couple of years. I kind of got the lay of the land. Panthers have been unbelievable to me. Mm-hmm. Like whatever you need, you, you know, what can we help you with? Which is kind of rare with NHL teams in Canada. I, I, I can't believe how great the Panthers have been. So we're like, I want to do a Panthers podcast. And then I thought, you know, there's a lot of Lightning fans around here. And neither team is overly served with coverage in the market. I get that from the fans. Uh, I hear that. You know, you talked about the Rod Peterson show. I had people stopping me in the concourse at Panthers games going, man, you got to talk more Panthers on the Rod Peterson show. And I'm like, guys, it's on national television in Canada. Nobody really cares about the Panthers up there. So we (laughs) we got to start something here. So there you I kind of wrapped it all into one, but went as quick as I could, Jimmy. Fair enough. Hey, that's that's an awesome origin story. I like it. Now, when it comes to broadcasting, is there a specific broadcaster that you have heard throughout your 35 years in the business that made you want to become one? It's funny you say that because uh, let me go in reverse chronological order. Because the guy I'm going to tell you, not only have you not heard of, nobody would have heard of him. 
But I'm listening. I'm watching the Tampa Bay Nashville game. Going, John Bouchergross. Yes, he is good. Why has he not been doing it forever? I don't know. That's an ESPN thing. But I'm like, he's good. I mean, I know that he's. Been I, the I, I love guy. me some John Bouchergross. He's fantastic. Yeah, I, I know he's been doing college right forever. And uh, yes. the frozen and, and, stuff. and actually, fun fact: uh, I know that the NHL recently had announced that they were doing like their own version of NFL Red Zone, and he's going to yes. be the host of that. Oh well, I'm just watching the game here, and I'm like, he's awesome. Yes, but, yes, um, he is. I mentioned I was the voice of the Regina Pats for 20 years. I grew up listening; like, I grew up on a farm, listening to the radio. And the guy that called the games was a guy by the name of Kevin Gallant, and I still hear from him. Almost not daily, but close to daily. But he was the guy that when I was from the ages of seven to 15, that I listened, call games. And I'm like, I just love his voice. I love the excitement that he brings. And I would listen to those games and these far flung places like the Glass Palace in Portland and the Rock and Roll Arena in Seattle and the Boone Street Barn in Spokane. And I'm like, oh, my God, I can't wait to see these places. They sound so amazing. Just listening on the radio to Kevin Gallant call the Pats games. And then I ended up doing it. And I'm like, they're just as awesome as he said, you know. And so, yeah. that And, and, and the guys that were on the Pats back then, well, Stu Grimson, you'd know that name uh, for sure. Dale Durkach, you wouldn't. But he's the guy that uh, Bedard broke all his records. So I just grew up as a Regina Pats fan. It was a dream for me to uh, – to call eventually call the games and follow in Kevin's footsteps. But he's a guy that you wouldn't have heard of. He went on to do the San Francisco Spiders, Las Vegas Thunder, and the IHL. He went into the States and did some. But, hey, those NHL jobs aren't easy to come by. And to be honest, I'm really, really, really grateful to be able to start this show in Florida and not only just be able to do it, but have total buy-in from the Panthers and have them send their guys down to go on my show. I just blown me away. That's awesome, man. Now, speaking of your show, uh, we mentioned a little bit off the air and a little bit right here on the air that you and your wife, again, welcome to the both of you. Uh, I know you wanted to start a Panthers slash Tampa Bay uh, podcast here on the network. I know you said you had recorded a few episodes. Do you guys have a name for the show yet? Yeah, we call it the Cats and Bolts podcast, actually. Jimmy, Cats and Bolts. Nice. And um, and to be honest, it's kind of cut on, uh, caught on because it's a play on nuts and bolts, cats and bolts. And people, I mean, people are bringing it up to me. They're like, yeah, I watch cats and bolts. Uh, Panthers, lightning. So we're not using their trademark names. We're not using their trademark logos. Again, I've been around the business a little bit. I know what you can and can't do. So <laughs> cats and bolts has, has worked out well. And again, I love being able to talk about two teams and then, you know, we could crisscross the state and go watch lightning games and we're kind of the lightning show. You know what I mean? So it's, 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 I didn't really plan it to work out that way, but it's worked out very well. We're talking to Rod Peterson here on From the Blue Seats, a New York Rangers podcast. Speaking of the Panthers, let's talk about them for a quick second because clearly an unbelievable year for them last year, making it all the way to the Stanley Cup final against the Vegas Golden Knights. I don't think anybody and their grandmother thought that the Florida Panthers, a, a second wild card team, mind you, not only would they come back against the high and mighty Boston Bruins, who, by the way, were up 3-1 in that series, and the Panthers ended up winning in seven games thanks to Matthew Kachuk and his heroics, 
But to have them go all the way to the final, even though they didn't win, but even still, it was a remarkable season for Florida. What do you expect from the Panthers this season? Do you expect another deep playoff run? Well, I know that they do. So that's a good start. Um, I mean, I was here last year, and I wrote them off at Christmas. Well, December 1st, actually, I wrote them off. I wrote them off at the trade deadline, and I wrote them off going into the playoffs. Because as you know, you just mentioned it, they made it the last week. They claimed their spot the last week of the regular season. Like, buddy, they set a lot of NHL records last year. I mean, the the upset over Boston was number one, biggest upset in NHL history. But if you are into numbers, which I'm only into analytics when they're cool and they support my argument, the Panthers were the first team in NHL history to only be in a playoff spot for 28% of the regular season. 28%. Meaning 72% of the regular season, they weren't even in the playoff spot. Right. You see why I was writing them off. They were awful. No, I I can lose that. Yes. Yeah, and I was getting this explanation in the press box from their people and their broadcasters that they're like, oh, oh, we're just getting on to Paul Maurice's uh, strategy. And once we do, we'll be rolling. And I'm like, oh, yeah, sure. It's taking a little longer than I think we'd all like to see. But they did. And then Sergei Bobrovsky was out of his mind in the playoffs. He just yep. flipped a switch and he was a different guy. So I've been around the game a long time. And what I see from the Panthers isn't really what I've seen from other teams that have lost out crushing playoff blows. Like Vegas came back last year, angry. They were angry. And I'm not sure that the Panthers are angry. They're confident. They're not angry. Nobody in South Florida is angry. You ever, you ever been here, Jimmy? Everybody's in a good mood. Yeah. No, no I, I don't think I've met a single Floridian that is angry. No, no. <laughs> then you get it. So it's like, the vibe around here is like we manifested we would be in the Stanley Cup final and we were, you know, and uh, so it's like it's going to take a little more than manifestation to get into the Stanley Cup final for a second straight year. But they do. Ha- they do have the team, but they're just they're good. They're good enough. We saw it last year. You know, uh, they hey, dude. They won the president's trophy two years ago and got knocked out in round two. And then with what happened last year, they're good enough. So that it's not going to be up to me in my prediction. It's going to be up to them. This episode will continue after a quick word from DraftKings. The NFL season is still going strong, and DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking new customers up with an offer that's even stronger. Bet five bucks on any game this week to score two hundred dollars instantly in bonus bets, and DraftKings is not stopping there. All customers can take advantage of a sweetener offer every single game day. This October. And looking at this week six slate, I'm looking at Panthers Dolphins plus ten and a half for the Panthers. Give me that all day, every day. But that's just me. What you want to bet on is up to you. Get in on the game day greatness. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code THPN. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets when they bet 5 bucks on the NFL. That's code THPN, only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY at 467-369. 
in Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boo Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. Licensee partner, Golden Nugget Lake Charles in LA. 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gambling resources. That's a fair point. Now, when it comes to Tampa, look, I know they're obviously still going to be very competitive, but Steven Stamkos, in my opinion, can't do everything by himself. Same with Nikita Kucherov. I understand that 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 roster is still technically loaded with talent. They still got Braden Point. I know Andre Vasilevsky is going to be out for a while due to back surgery. That's going to be a massive blow for them, in my opinion. What do you expect from Tampa? Uh, they got a lot of talent. Um, but I think that we are seeing the start of the decline. Mm. Like, they're talented, but they're not. They couldn't stay at that level forever. They're in three straight Stanley Cups. So, you know, I'm watching the start of this game here. When you say Stamkos can't do it all, they're still asking him to do it all. <laughs> you know, he's still the captain. And, uh, but there's some cracks in the, uh, cracks in the armor there with Stamkos going into the season saying he's disappointed and frustrated. They wouldn't talk about a new contract with him. You mentioned Vasilevsky being hurt. Um, they, they completely remade their fourth line, which is not a small thing. Patrick Maroon, Pierre Edward Belmar and Corey Perry all gone. That's not, you know, they had to do it. Those guys were all getting, they're all in their high thirties. Yeah. But Braden Point, I'm a big fan of Tanner Janot, if you know all these names. Yes, yes. A lot of, a lot of WHL grads, where I'm from. You know, I think you can win a lot with guys like that. So they're still good. Yes. You know, but with a disgruntled captain and uh, the best goalie in the world not playing till Christmas, it's not good. Hey, hey, listen, John Cooper's still a hell of a coach. So yes. If, yes. There's any, if there's any coach I trust in the NHL, it's John Cooper. I'm sure he'll find a way to get the job done. Now, when you look at the Atlantic division as a whole, I said it in a previous episode, and I'm going to say it here. The Boston Bruins, to me, are angry. We, we talked about anger earlier. Boston is angry. They're angry with how last season ended blowing a 3-1 lead to the Florida Panthers after they broke the NHL regular season wins record. They won the President's Trophy. Everybody in their grandmother thought they were going to go to the Stanley Cup final. And they lay an absolute egg. And not only do they lose in Game 7, they lost at home in Game 7. So that was a massive kick in the gonads to their fans. So, in my personal opinion, I think Boston is going to win the Atlantic I personally think they're going to the Stanley Cup final this year. Where do you see the Atlantic division? Uh, I've made the prediction going back to August, and I've seen no reason to change. I, I have Toronto number one. Um, they're talented. Also winning the division. Wow. Yeah, they've, they've got the high-end talent in Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner, Wee Willie Nylander, Morgan Rowley, John Tavares. They're loaded. And they made the decision. Oh, that they oh, hold on, Rod, Rod, Rod. I'm, I'm going to cut you off for a second. I apologize here. I don't you mean to. But I'm just going to say this. I like Toronto. I love their talent. But in order for me to be convinced that they're a Stanley Cup contender, I need to see them at least win one more playoff series this year. Granted, they finally did it last year for the first time in 19 years. They finally did it. They're 
not a laughing stock anymore, thank God. But I still, just something about them, just I don't trust. I need to see them at least win one more series. What do you say to that? Well, they could be an angry team after losing out in round two last year to Florida in a series that they weren't even really in. I was at all the games. That, that, could, that could make them angry. I don't think they're angry. Um, they've got a reputation of being a little soft, and that's why they brought in Ryan Reeves and Bertuzzi and Max Domi. You know, they wanted a little sandpaper there. So I got Toronto one. I had Florida two, Tampa three, Buffalo four. And I think Boston misses the playoffs at five, but maybe they're. Whoa, maybe. Whoa, hold hold on. Hold up. You have the Boston Bruins missing the playoffs? Yeah. Did I hear that correctly? Yeah, oh, yeah. It hasn't gone over well with Northeasterners, but maybe you've forgotten who they're missing Patrice Bergeron, David Krejci. I know they got the potentially the best goaltender in the league, but when you lose your captain, and a guy that what Krejci's done, um, yeah, they're probably coming back angry. But who do you know from Boston that isn't angry? Bostoners are all angry, right? <laughs> That's a fact too. I'll tell that, you that, that, that that is very true. I'm, yeah. I've, I've, I've been to Boston one time. Their sports fans are nothing but angry. No yeah. offense. I just tell you a funny story. The ushers and the security here at the rink in Sunrise, uh, Amerit Bank Arena, I got to be friends with them all. And uh, one guy came up to me in the Leaf series, started the Leaf series against the Panthers. And he goes, hey, what are these Toronto fans going to be like? What are we in for? And I said, what do you mean? He goes, last series, we had to throw out 37 drunk and disorderly Bruins fans. Are we going to have to get into that with the Leaf fans? And I'm like, no, 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 no. They're just annoying. But they're (laughs) harmless. So they're not going to hurt anybody. They're annoying but harmless. Yeah, and I saw them, uh, you know, when they lost, grown men sitting in their seat for like two hours after the game crying. Those same ushers were like, guys, you got to (laughs) go. So, yeah, that happened. Oh, my. I don't think I'm ever going to let that one go, man. We're talking to Rod Peterson here on From the Blue Seats, a New York Rangers podcast. Speaking of which, this is a Rangers show, so, of course, I have to ask you, about my team, the New York Rangers. As we know, obviously, I keep beating a dead horse, but thank God the regular season's here so I can finally put this to bed. Last year, it is what it is. They lose to the Devils in the first round. Nobody shows up except for Chris Kreider and Igor Shesterkin. That's it. Nobody else showed up. Zibinijad was awful. Panarin was awful. Kapokaka was awful. Alexi Lafreniere was awful. Adam Fox, even. Looked like a shell of himself, although I don't think that'll be the case this year for him. Me, personally, I have my team finishing third in the Metropolitan Division ahead of Carolina, well, behind Carolina, because I think Carolina is going to win the Metro again, and I have New Jersey finishing ahead of them in second as well. So, Rod, I got to ask you, what do you expect from my blue shirts this year? Well, I'll back up again a little bit, and you you didn't mention Patrick Kane nor Vladimir Tarasenko. Where were they? Okay, okay. first of all, I didn't mention Patrick Kane because Patrick Kane was barely even on the team to begin with. I I hardly recognized him. He didn't show up at all. He had some moments. I'll give him that. But playoff time, virtually nothing. I don't even know if he's going to be back this year 
Who knows? And look, losing Vladimir Tarasenko was an absolute massive gut punch to the Ottawa Senators on a one-year $5 million contract. So that's going to be a massive blow. But I do like the signings that they did achieve this offseason. They're all one, two-year contracts. So it is what it is with my team at this point. Yeah, well, hey, I'm not saying you forgot them or were missing not mentioning them. I'm saying here were two more guys that didn't show up at the playoffs. Right, right, yes, yes. That's all that I was saying. So, no, 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 it's, it's, it's all good. It's all good. Yeah, but I mean, what's the guy that does the Broadway hat podcast? Kyle Hall, I think is his yeah, name. Kyle, Kyle Hall, yes. He, he yeah, awesome. I, yeah, he's great. And I was on his show a couple of years ago. He asked me the exact same question as you. He said, what do you expect out of my team? And that was the year right after they fired David Quinn. And I'm like, well, based on what I saw last year, I don't expect anything out of it. And Gerard Gallant comes in, and lo and behold, when they go to the conference final, I think, against Carolina. Yeah, yeah. and then they fired Gerard last year. Yeah, they, they, they went to the conference final against Tampa Bay. They lost right. six, and then they fired him afterwards. Uh, well, they fired him last year after the New well, Jersey last Series. Year, last year, yes. I'm right, sorry. because of a tiff we're told, with Chris Drury yes. uh, in, in the middle of the New Jersey just in New Jersey series. This is based on, because I spent the summer in Calgary around all the NHL people, and I got all the lowdown. Whether it's true or not, I don't know, but that was the gossip. That was why Gerard Galant got fired in New York. It was a fight with Drury over roster uh, right. between, between games three and four, something like that. So you're asking me what I think. They're good enough, and I really like the signing of Jonathan Quick. How yes, can you not? Me you know, too. Getting a getting an easy ring out of Vegas for Jonathan Quick, his third. Um, so okay, buddy, I got a miss in the playoffs. Again, you, I, I should have asked if you were sitting down for that. I got Carolina one. Okay. New Jersey two. Washington three. Wait, no, no. What? No, 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 no. Stop. I didn't I didn't expect it was gonna be prediction night. So I have oh, written okay. down. I'm going off the top of my head. It was New Jersey, Carolina one, New Jersey two, Pittsburgh three, Islanders four, Rangers five, and then whoever else after that, Columbus, Philadelphia, who cares? Yeah, that's Dang, what it was. You, you, you're really going after my feelings. So so hold on a minute. You have the Rangers five, you said. Does that mean you have them as a wildcard team or not making the playoffs? Uh, initially, I was not making the playoffs, but... Because of your, because to be honest, I had um, a guy on my show. Americans probably wouldn't have heard of him, John Shannon. He's the man behind Hockey Net in Canada. He basically made it what it was. He was the czar of Hockey yes, Net in Canada. Yes. He was on my show and he asked for my predictions. And I told him that the range, I had him Rangers missing the playoffs. He's like, I think you have your standings upside down. It's <laughs> from John. But having said that, I had Ron Dugay was on my show recently. Dugues, God love him. And uh, he goes, they could very well miss the playoffs because it's going to be a very tight uh, regular season, tight division, right? They could have a technically a good season. They could win 40 games and still miss the playoffs. So who knows? Just the Rangers team, man. Has there been a more up and down team in the last five, fair six point. years than the New York Rangers? Yeah. That's a very fair point. So Rod Peterson, not only is he a tremendous person he this man's delivering hot takes and he just got on the network he has the boston bruins and the new york rangers 
missing the damn playoffs this year. Rod Peterson. Write it down. You, Write it you down. are on fire, my man. Wow. Uh, oh, it's just a regular uh, evening for me, man. That's what I do. <laughs> hey, listen, man. Look, Rod, in all honest to God seriousness, this was an absolute blast. I truly, truly cannot thank you enough for taking time out of your day to talk to me. You are an awesome person, and you have been an awesome guest. You are always welcome back anytime you want. Thank you so much for doing this, man. Appreciate you, homie. We'll have to get you on my show, too. Thanks for this. Thanks for Ab what you do. Absolutely, we will make that happen. He is Rod Peterson of The Rod Peterson So Everybody, go subscribe to his show and go subscribe to his future podcast, The Cats and Bolts Podcast, right here on the Hockey Podcast Network. That is going to do it for this episode of From the Blue Seats, a New York Rangers podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed this content and want to keep on hearing more, make sure that you subscribe on all audio platforms and rate us five stars. Like Anna, Jeffrey from Mind Your Pucking Business, and my good friend Andrew Huntington all did on Apple Podcasts. Be like them, rate us five stars on audio platforms, and we will shout you out in a future episode. Also, make sure that you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at BlueSeats94. And use the hashtag Blue Seats to interact with us. And let us know if you liked this Rod Peterson interview. Also, once again, a reminder, SeatGeek, we are sponsored by them. Thank you again to SeatGeek for sponsoring our show. Use code Blue Seats. It's all one word. Code Blue Seats at checkout for $20 off of your order. And Ranger fans, I would jump on that offer this season. Because the deals I am seeing, they are out Standing. So again, download the SeatGeek app or go to SeatGeek.com and use code BLUESEATS for $20 off. Until the next episode, I'm Jimmy Finizzi. This is from the Blue Seats, a New York Rangers podcast. Huge thank you again to Rob Peterson. Go Blue Shirts, and I'll catch you next time. Peace!